There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Sitting opposite me in Studio One, and this is quite a momentous day. It's our first Studio One guest uh, in several months, uh, thanks to COVID-19 and what it does. Uh, sitting opposite me is the man who, if there were a snap election in the morning, there's a very good possibility that he would be the next Minister for Health. I'm joined by Sinn Féin's health spokesman, David Cullen. And David, good morning. Good morning, PJ. Delighted to be in Cork. Now, my, my initial question to you is if to reel off some names. Michal Martin, Mary Harney, Brian Cowan, Leo Varadkar, James Riley, and many, many more, as they say. They've all failed. How would you succeed? Well, I think the, the scale of the challenge is obvious, and uh, I listened to some of the interview with Jessica, and it's very obvious that healthcare and, our, and the Irish healthcare system is not working for everybody. It's certainly not working for the 900,000 people at this point in time who are on long waiting lists. Uh, I checked the figures for Cork University Hospital uh, as well, so 31,000 patients are on waiting lists, and about 10,000 of those are waiting over 18 months. That's one third of all patients on a waiting list in Cork, waiting over 18 months either for a hospital appointment or for a procedure mm. so obviously we've had uh, years of underinvestment, uh, years of bad policies by Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Uh, they haven't dealt in my view with the big challenges in healthcare and what I would want to do if I was Minister for Health is to first of all having done the rounds of visits I'm doing which is to visit hospitals, talk to health campaigning groups, talk to healthcare trade unions, talk to staff who work in hospitals, talk to staff who left, who have worked in hospitals and who haven't stayed for whatever reason and have left and say to them, we want to build a different type of health service. Mm. I want to build a health service that works. And there's two key components to that. You have to value the people who work in our healthcare systems and you have to put patients front and centre because at its core, healthcare is about people treating people. Mm. So you obviously have to put the capacity into hospitals. That means more beds, it means more nurses, it means more consultants. In Cork University Hospital, for example, we have uh, 30 uh, vacant consultant posts. Mm -hmm. So over one-tenth of all of the uh, posts which are uh, funded are vacant and then about 20 posts which are filled on a temporary basis. So is it no wonder that you have one of the highest wait times where people are waiting over 18 months and you have to put the capacity in? 
But we also, PG, have to deal with the big challenge in healthcare, which is to decouple the private system from the public system, mm-hmm. ensure the taxpayers' money is spent on a public system, build an Irish National Health Service yeah. that we can be proud of and move towards universal GP care. So you have to get we, the big vision look, right, even though as the British, well as putting the capacity in. Even though the, the British people would, would mourn constantly about the state of the NHS and they've got a lot to complain about I guess Boris hasn't exactly treated it well but at the same time we look at the NHS with envy the kind of things that that you get over there for your for your taxes but wouldn't it be better you're talking about putting in 1.4 billion over two terms of government um, to, to, to change this wouldn't it be better to do something that was asked for a few years ago but I don't think it's ever been done David to call in outside experts took having a, a root and bracket because we, we are big spenders of public money on health. There's a lot of taxpayers' money. Was it 18 billion or something? A lot of taxpayers' money is plugged into health. Have we ever had a root and branch value for money audit? done of where that money goes. Okay, well first of all, what we proposed is 120 million euro of what is necessary over 10 years to deliver the big promises of Shlanta Care. So that's 1.2 billion that yeah. would be needed over 10 years. Yeah. That's to remove private health care from public ah, hospitals yeah. and universal GP But before care. you put another so penny in, should we do one this second, one? The 1.4 billion euro in our budget is for the, for next year yeah. and is to put the capacity into hospitals like Cork University Hospital mm-hmm. as well. Of course we have to do a review, but we've had a lot of expert groups look at what needs to be done in healthcare. All parties came together in 2017 and a Oireachtas committee spent over a year mm. looking at what we needed to do and they came up with the Shalon to Care plan. Yeah. Then we had the De Butler report, which again uh, looked at that from an expert point of view. These were experts mm. and they set out a plan. And what they said is that, yes, we do need to remove private healthcare from public hospitals by mm. having public-only uh, uh, contracts for consultants, all new uh, contracts should be public only. That still hasn't been negotiated mm-hmm. or agreed. You have to talk to consultants who are on these type A, type B contracts mm-hmm. and move them on to public only contracts and you have to substitute the private income in public hospitals with public income and then make our health system fair mm-hmm. so that Jessica and all of the people who are on waiting lists are treated on the basis of fairness and health need. So with respect I don't think we need more root and branch reform in terms of more reports and more strategies. We need a Minister for Health who's actually determined sure. to make the changes happen. Because you could wallpaper this office you could. with all of the national strategies and all of the reviews that have taken place. And you rattled off all of the previous Ministers for Health. Some of them have actually done some good. Um, as well, um, but we haven't made the big transformation that we need to make in healthcare, which is to create a health service that works for everybody, that works for the staff and that works for mm-hmm. patients. And you, you, we talked just before we came on air about nurses who are leaving and not staying in, in Cork University Hospital, and it's the same in other hospitals as well, and it's sa- the same mm-hmm. with consultants. Look at how the state treated student nurses and midwives mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. year. I met them in their hundreds. I did Zoom calls with them with mm-hmm. my party president. They were talking to me on here. And, and, and I'm sure they were on yeah. your programme. And all they were looking for was to be treated with respect mm-hmm. and dignity. Mm-hmm. And yet, they are still waiting for a solution to be put in place. So, it goes back to what I said. Value the people who work in the healthcare system mm-hmm. and then put patients front and centre. You're talking about the, 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 the public-only consultant posts, which, which is a fantastic idea. But already, the Irish Hospital Consultants Association is saying that the new contracts 
are not attractive that no one's going to take them up? Well, first of all, I met with the Irish Hospital Consultants Association on Thursday of last week precisely on these matters. And I did so because, as you said at the top of the programme, I want to be a Minister for Health. Sinn Féin wants to be in government. And I want to work with consultants and with the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation and with the Irish Medical Organisation to transform healthcare. And I said to them very clearly that if I was Minister for Health, I will not buckle on public-only contracts because they are needed. We cannot continue to tolerate a situation where people who are at the top end of Mm. the private health insurance market, not the vast majority of people who have the lower end packages, Mm -hmm. but at the top end, the Rolls-Royce private insurance end, and get very quick, rapid treatment. And people that I know in their droves, and you deal with on your Mm programme all the time, waiting far too long. So they accept and they know where I'm coming from. I think the point that the IHCA was saying to me was that the, the, the contract the public contract as it presently exists as we speak is not attracting people in. But there's a number of issues. First of all, if you actually listen to consultants, one of the things that, that is important is pay. So these new mm. public-only contracts will be at a pay level of €250,000 a year. The second thing is a work-life balance and the working conditions. And what consultants say to me, and this came up again at that meeting with the Irish Hospital Consultants Association, they spend a lot of their time battling for access to capacity. Diagnostics, for example, we don't have enough of it in hospitals, which is why 200,000 people are waiting for a scan. Uh, we don't have enough surgical theatre capacity, which means you have precious theatre slots. Mm. They're fighting over those slots and they're spending huge amounts of their time fighting with the system to get the equipment, which is why in our alternative budget we proposed €150 million Euro this year and then every year for the next 10 years to put the capacity into mm-hmm. surgical theatres, into diagnostics and give the, the consultants the tools that they need. So it's about directly engaging with them, which is what I did and my promise to consultants and nurses is that if we commit to put the capacity in and if we commit to transform healthcare, move to a single tier health service where people can be treated on the basis of need, I want you to come and work in our healthcare system mm. and you will be valued and you will be respected. That's the journey I want to go on. Yeah. I don't want people like Jessica who have, who have had their experience. Sure. And I'm sure. also pragmatic enough to know you can solve all of the problems overnight. It is going to take time, which is why I set out in our alternative budget the big reforms will take two terms in government to really transform from a deeply unfair two-tier system to the type of healthcare system that I would want yeah. to see. Look at the number of people. Again, the calls are coming in now, David. The, 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 we know that there's a huge amount of admin, a huge amount of back office. We know that when the HSE was set up, Sure, it was already overstaffed by hundreds and hundreds of people. That was part of the deal. It's an overstaffed back office, back office operation. Lots of duplication of work. You, you really should be shredding the back office headcount, realistic. Realistically, Well, first of all, if there is waste in the Irish healthcare system, I will root it out. Uh, obviously, there is a need for administration. And if you talk to FORSA, if you talk to SIP2Health, who represent a lot of people who provide that service, in every hospital you need backup. In every hospital you need administration. Now, if it is top-heavy with that, that's a different matter. And where there is waste, it has to be rooted out. I want to see any additional investment in healthcare targeted at resources. So if you look at our alternative budget, it was 828 additional public beds, 600 of those would be in hospitals, 6,500 staff 
which would be some of some of that would be needed to open the beds that we want but also a lot of it is in the community it's speech and language therapists it's occupational therapists sure. for children with disabilities it's uh, psychiatrists and psychologists that we need in CAMS we're proposing a package of measures for mental health of 114 million mm-hmm. mental health is hugely important I want to see universal counselling I want to see 24-7 crisis intervention sure. in mental health everybody so we make, where, where would the money come from? everybody talks about it PJ this is the point where would it, where, where would, how would like we know that for example the NHS is paid for out of taxes mm. and we too have a PRSI here mm. as, as a form of social insurance would we be looking at PRSI going up to pay for this universal healthcare system well uh, next week, our alternative budget will be launched by Piers Doherty. Mm-hmm. Every single line item in our health budget, which you have, has been costed. He will set out all of the revenue raising sure. measures and all of the revenue would, saving that measures as well. And would, specifically, would there be some an increase in Piers yeah, to pay for Some it. examples. We'll be calling for a solidarity tax on all income in excess of €140,000. And that would only kick in on any income in excess of €140,000. And then specifically for PRSI, we've said that we would increase employers' PRSI only on incomes over 100000 which brings in about €300 million. We want the bank levy that's due to expire this year Mm -hmm. to be maintained. So we're not afraid to say that where people can afford to pay a bit more taxes, they should pay for the services. That tax that you talk about for the earnings over €140,000, do you know who one of the people that'll hit is all those public consultants you want to hire. You'll be hitting them with, with a tax. After bringing them in and having them sign a contract, you're then going to take tax off them. Well, Loads t- of tax off First them. of all, taxation is different from wages. And I know a lot of people who earn uh, uh, huge wages who don't mind paying more taxes if we get better services for it. I would have no difficulty personally, and I'm in a well-paid job, mm. and I'd have no difficulty paying a bit more tax if I felt I would get value for money. Yes. But we have to make a decision, PJ, and this is at the core of it. Are we going to forever and a day talk about these problems and have people from Cork ringing shows like yours with their ex- bad experience of healthcare? And it's never going to be perfect, mm. and there will always be people on waiting lists, and there will always be challenges. But the, the deep unfairness in the system, are we going to continue with that, or are we going to yeah. say, we're prepared to uh, have modest increases in taxation on the sure. wealthiest and the highest earners in society to pay for these services. Do you think money alone is, is what's needed? Prepared to do, it. do you think it's just money? No, I don't. And there's a number of things that can be done very quickly in healthcare and it just strikes me as amazing they haven't been done. A number of weeks ago I met with Robert Watt who's the head of the Department of Health and I also met with Paul Reid the uh, Director General of the HSE. The reason I met them is precisely for the questions you're putting to me. Mm. I put those questions to them and I'm saying I'm serious about the reforms um, and it isn't all about money. We don't have an integrated waiting list management system. So Mm. for example if you're an orthopaedic patient in Cork and capacity becomes available in a hospital nearby you can't get uh, access to that or you're not offered that slot because the system isn't integrated. We don't have a centralised referral system. Mm-hmm. We don't even have unique patient identifiers. All of that, that was in, proposed in the thing called the Higgins Report in, 10 years ago. And all of it was proposed yeah. in Schlon to care, which yeah. is why I'm saying we can have as many strategies as you like if you don't have a Minister for Health that will deliver. So I've already made it a priority that in those areas to make sure we have a modern healthcare system that works, mm-hmm. that's accessible and that's joined up, I would deliver those very, very quickly 
basically in the first 100 days if I was Minister for and Health. And you'd increase to taxes those, to do it. You, you, you've, you've no well, plans with increasing taxes to do it. When you taxes, and just so your listeners know, the vast majority of people who listen to your programme earn far less than 140,000 Far less than 40? And mm-hmm. most of them will not be affected, will be much better off under Sinn Féin. And we want to deal in the same way we want to deal with health, we want to deal with housing because the problems are similar. Look at housing where we have a developer-led strategy for years, big institutional investors, Mm. uh, private money coming before people who want to own their own home. It's the same in healthcare. Private medicine can come first. Taxpayers' money, public money has to be spent on public services and public hospitals and making sure that people are treated fairly and equally. That's what I'm committed to and if I was Minister for Health, hopefully that's what I'll deliver. Can I ask you about the controversy, the scandal actually, of the tragic uh, documentary last week, the RTE Primetime Investigates documentary, and I spoke to to Leona Birmingham here in some length after that documentary. Um, David, somebody decided that those organs would be sent to Antwerp and incinerated. As the minister, Minister Donnelly, said in the, in the Dáil the other night, that went against every policy in the book, every single one. Somebody, one individual somewhere, made that decision. Their name is either on an email, it's on a letter, an invoice is stamped, something. Would that person be in a job if you were Minister of Health? Well, first of all, you have to establish exactly what happened. I don't know who that person is. No, but um, let's imagine we did. Yeah, well, I, I, I think first of all, we'd, we, you'd have to see what the uh, HR procedures would be within the healthcare system. I do believe that we need accountability, but first of all, you have to establish the facts, PJ. And this is a very, very sensitive issue, and I want to deal with this issue sensitively because, um, for me to give anybody a cheap headline on the back of what is a very, very sensitive and serious story would be wrong. No, there but Leona, Leona but herself is, has said in both here and in the newspapers she wants to know who made that. And, and I want to know as well, which is why we pushed for statements in the door last week to hear from the Minister for Health what exactly is being done. So there is an investigation. It actually will be wider than uh, the hospital in Cork. The maternity hospital is going to look at all of the hospitals to see has this happened anywhere else. It's absolutely scandalous that a decision was made to send these body organs and parts with uh, all sorts of medical waste mm-hmm. to be incinerated in a facility in Belgium. But somebody and that, that went against established policy, national, local, somebody went against established policy. That person's name is written down somewhere. And that should be established and then every appropriate course of action that needs to be taken in relation to that individual should be. There are procedures in place in the hospital group and in the hospital itself to deal with that. It's unacceptable and it should not be stood over and cannot be stood over. So we have to establish first of all who was responsible. Was it a a process failure? It it seems it could not be because I read those very standards you're talking about. They were uh, compiled, they were uh, first brought in in 2012. There's serious gin. They're gin clear. And someone went against, some individual in. went against them. They were revised in 2015. Every hospital knew about them. Pathology departments and hospitals knew about them. Mm-hmm. So, of course, 
the person needs to be held to account. And Tommy Gould and others who spoke in the doll on this as well. And if holding, has, if holding to account, surely should, should be a sackable, sackable offence. And if that's what needs to happen, that's what should happen. So I'm not afraid to ensure that there will be accountability where okay. major mistakes are made because I'm more concerned about the trauma that those yeah. families have gone through. They are the people that I will put first. And I think it was just horrific what okay. happened. Lastly, just coming back to your, your policy document and your, your plans for health. Two huge problems this year have been maternity and the fact that people couldn't get in to visit their partners for months and end down to COVID and things. And also, we've had a huge talk in the national media, bigger than ever, about menopause mm. and the availability of, of medicines for menopause. What, what, what's in your policy about that? Well, one of the things that we have committed to, if you look at our alternative budget this year, is to uh, propose 60 million euro of, a, of additional spend in maternity services for that precise reason because a lot of our maternity hospitals uh, need resources. The strategy itself, the maternity strategy needs to be resourced. Uh, we have a lot of maternity units which are not fit for purpose which is why we've provided capital funding to improve them. Uh, the issue of maternity restrictions is a really important one and Donegal O'Leary our, t- our Sinn Féin TD in Cork South Central as you know has been raising this issue time and again mm-hmm. in the doll with me I'm actually meeting a group of uh, women who are affected by this today okay. and because it's, it's very important to me and yes the menopause is a really important issue so it's not just uh, treatments it's counselling support it's all sorts of wraparound supports and services that women who go through the menopause need and, and by the way I, I, I launched a document a number of months ago on women's health specifically looking at all of these areas because women's health is wider than maternity services women's health is all encompassing mm-hmm. it includes the, all of the issues you've spoken about and more uh, and obviously that has to be a priority as well Okay, we'll leave it there for today thank we'll you, talk PJ. again no doubt David Cullinan thank you very much for coming in uh, Health Spokesman of Sinn Féin Thank you Quartz 96 FM Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.